The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMulder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we are going to talk about Just Break Up's five-year anniversary. Holy moly. We are Holy moly. turning five. Uh, but first... Surgeon General still applies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Before we begin, let's just give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners, but we did. We are people who celebrate anniversaries, so <laughs> we do have some expertise <laughs> in our own experience of this anniversary. <laughs> Sam and I are not professionals in any way. We are just two people with microphones that have been talking into the said microphones for five years, so please take our advice as you see fit. We're only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. Sam, guess what? Yeah, what? <laughs> What's happening? What sound was that? <laughs> I don't know. You, you startled me. <laughs> I like to know that after five years, I can still startle you. <laughs> you just said my name so yeah. intensely. Uh, so... I gave it away, but we are celebrating our fifth anniversary as a podcast this week. Back in 2019, July 16th, we aired our first three episodes, and what a wild ride it has been. Yeah. Really, <laughs> Happy anniversary. Really oh my God. Thank you so much. You're like the longest business relationship of... 
2019. Oh yes, you're right. 2018. Sorry, my bad. I was my like bad. doing the math, and I was like, Wait Are you a sensitive? Are you? My are dad like, died in January 2019. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, and so I also got been... married in 2018, which happened yeah right after we started this podcast. Right. Um. Yeah, that is a great illustration of how it's been a crazy couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened. Um, That's so true. Yeah, it's it's so surreal to think about all of this. It's surreal to think about the fact that we were friends for a decade before this show. And now we talk to each other through a screen twice a week. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just all so surreal. Added to the that, like, how much our lives have changed since we started the show. And how much you and I have grown. Like, I don't know about you, but... The last five years were the growing years for me. I thought that I thought they were the years before we started the podcast, but that was just not. like a appetizer yeah. of fucking growth. Um, <laughs> yes, <so> absolutely. <laughs> I saw recently somebody posted um, on Instagram that they were starting the episodes back from the beginning, and I know that's like your biggest fear. <laughs> yeah, it's my nightmare. It's, it's honestly my nightmare that people would like start at the beginning. Uh, but why? Because we didn't know what we were doing and because we had like more unpolished ideas or I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, mostly that we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, I mean, I think that we always kind of did, but I I, like think back and I'm like, oh, we were just so nervous. Fearless? Yeah. (laughs) I felt more fearless back then. Now I'm just like fear ridden. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, it's. Our anniversary, so I, of course, did the thing where I turned to Google and I Googled anniversary questions or questions to ask on your anniversary. Cute. I got something from couplesconnecttherapy.com. Six questions you should ask each other on your anniversary. So okay, these are obviously questions. about a romantic okay. relationship and a romantic partner. So I'm going to make Sam answer them to the T. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, we are in a romance them. together. That's right. Yeah, I, I feel very romantically <laughs> tied to you. Um, uh, we are going to. Oh, my God. And is, if this is the first episode of Just Break Up that you're listening to, Sam and I Sorry. are both queer people married to other people. <laughs> If that's not abundantly clear by our like dialect or yeah, absolutely. We are not we are not in actually in yeah. any way romantically involved with each other, to be yes. clear. I have not even seen his butt. Um it's true. I've seen Sierra's butt like so many times. Well, just it's just so nice to look at. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. It's a vision. It's a vision. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, here are the five, no six questions to ask your spouse on your wedding anniversary or your business partner slash uh, best friend on the anniversary of your business that you didn't start as a business that you started as like a fun passion project yeah, <laughs> that you absolutely. didn't think was going to yeah. go anywhere. That's mm-hmm. the title of this quiz. Okay. Yeah. And then we it's had to form quiz. an LLC <laughs> and I was like, oh God, now we're legally bound to one another. We're essentially business married. Um, okay. <laughs> one, the question is how have we changed this year? But I think we should say, how have we changed um, since we started in 2018? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great question. I have changed a lot. Uh, since 2018, I think the biggest thing is that I feel like I'm just like genuine, generally more empathetic than I was when I started this podcast where I was like, I know things about things and I know who's right and who's wrong in every situation. And I think like part of it is that like, 
I have grown a lot, like in my personal life in ways that are sort of like empathy oriented, but also like reading through thousands of letters of people who are like going through stuff and being like, I don't know anything about what anyone is going through. Like it is just like everyone is dealing with something. And I think that that the, the ways in which I've been like privy to people's silent sufferings because of the fact that they've trusted us with their letters makes me think like, I don't know what's going on with my neighbor. I don't know what's going on with that person who just cut me off in the car. I don't know what's going on with the people down the street or the people at work. Like I have no idea what's happening in people's lives. And so like, I think that I know how people should be working and operating and doing things. I think that I know what's right and what's wrong. And like, it turns out I don't, it turns out that like things are way more complicated than that. And, and from this process of like getting to know so many people through the, the secrets that they have shared with us, I am like, there's, there's so much that is below the surface for so many people that I just have no idea about what's happening. At the beginning of this year or right before it, I think we counted and we've gotten over 6,000 letters and that Mm -hmm. was, you know, six months ago. Um, And Sam's so right. Like there are, there's undeniable, like there's undeniable humanity that gets revealed to you when you get access to people's intimate lives like we do with the letters that you send us. Um, I would describe it as like caverns of empathy that are opened up within you that that are in all of us. It's just mm-hmm. whether or not they get tapped into, you know. Um, I feel like I have a lot more compassion and I know empathy and compassion often go hand in hand and I, I think they fit perfectly here. Um, I feel like something that really shifted me and honestly y'all can go back and listen to the shift in our in our ideologies of like what advice we were giving was really realizing that the the set of rules and understanding about this world that i was operating under was specific to me and that i was like i was trying to apply my understanding of things or my rules of engagement or whatever to other people's actions and they're never going to align perfectly they're never i'm never going to understand someone else by expecting them to operate like me instead i have to like that quote you know stay be curious not judgmental like Mm -hmm. really opening up like what is making them do or act or believe in that certain way And I think also because of all your brave and vulnerable letters, it's given me more compassion for others, but in tandem, more compassion for myself. Like I can more strongly say, well, that person is operating because they have those set of beliefs or they they had this attachment style or or Mm -hmm. this family baggage or whatever. And because of that, I can have compassion for them. And I can also say, this is not for me or like, Mm. this is not my responsibility to clean up or this is, I don't have to mother them into this or, or, or whatever, because I have more compassion for other people and the complexities of their lives. I love when you say, you know, this person is as emotionally rich as you are. That totally has stuck with me since the first time you said it, Mm. because I can see their 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 emotional richness it's like i can honor mine more you know 
mm-hmm. um, in a way that I don't think I could when we were when we first started this show. Not to mention just like how freeing breaking away from black and white thinking is like mm-hmm. this person is bad or this action is bad. Um, and instead, I feel like we've always been an empathetic show or an affirming show to other people. And I'm just sort of realizing how to harness that for myself. Um, mm-hmm. Like I couldn't when I was younger. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And people, you know, people that are part of this community have like given me perspective on things that I didn't know about or like wouldn't have thought about and been like, Oh, why is that person doing that? And like have somebody be like, Oh, maybe it's because of this or this that has been so helpful for me as like a host of this podcast to continue to check myself to be like, I don't know what that person is doing or why they're doing it. Right. There's like, there's a million different reasons. So how can I instead approach things with kindness and with empathy rather than being like, you're doing something wrong or yeah. like, you should get your act together. Um, Cause we're, we're messy. That's, yeah, that's one of the totally. big things that I've learned a lot from this podcast too. We're just a messy, <laughs> a messy bunch. All right. Question number two, what obstacles have we gone through individually and how has this sh- how has our relationship weathered them? So what individual obstacles have we gone through that stand out and how has the podcast weathered them or adapted to them, I guess, or supported them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, my dad died. (laughs) So that Mm -hmm. was, that Mm -hmm. was a big thing that happened. Six months into the podcast. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah, my dad died, and then my therapist died, and then my mother-in-law died. Uh, so that was like a it lot. It was a of, really hard year. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of things that were happening at that point. Um, yeah, and I think um, I think that the the podcast helped weather that in a bunch of ways. Like one, I think it was like a source of stability for me too to oh, like have something so nice. that like we were doing every week, um, especially at a time uh, you know like after my dad died, where I. I wasn't working at anything else. I was yeah. just doing this and like going for walks um, and rewatching Game of Thrones all the way through, right? Like I was, and so like having something that sort of got me like focused yeah. and like was really helpful. Um, obviously like the community support that came during that time and like in all of those different things, right? Like, um, you know, I am not on social media anymore, but what I was at the time and like so many floods of like kind messages from people, which was really, really wonderful and touching. Um, and I also like, I think that I've processed through a lot of that stuff in real time on this podcast through like answering other people's questions, you know, like seeing other people's experiences and having, and seeing myself in them and being like, Oh, from this is what it looks like from the outside around like what this person is going through has been also really helpful to say like, Oh, maybe that is what's happening for me, but I just can't see it because I'm so like in it, you know? Um, and like selfishly, I think that it makes it feel a little bit worth it, worth it's not the right word, but like it helps it make a little more sense to say like, if I can, if I've gone through this and I can be on this podcast Mm -hmm. to help other people, by sharing my experience, like it can have a little bit of meaning to it in ways that I don't know that I could, if I was just like sort of sitting on my own kind of thinking about it, sharing it with my friends, which obviously I do. And that's meaningful, but, um, it's helpful. It's helpful to feel like this has some sort of purpose. Relatable. I think people find a lot of purpose in, in 
sharing their pain and, and finding purpose in that suffering. That, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense to me. And I didn't think about the source of stability. Like you and I off air will be like, Oh, <laughs> we, we put out so much content. <laughs> yeah. And you know, from my end of things, I feel like this is when we get to hang out. You know, this is sure. my time with my friend, you know, yeah. it, and it, there is, of course, the work aspects to it. But um, I love that it is a source of stability during that tumultuous time. Um, I, I, I went through like some challenging things as w- as well. Uh, but for the sake of sort of not repeating what you just said, which is, <laughs> was, was so, I so agree. Like it's so yeah. helpful to like process things in with our community and feel supported and loved by them and, and whatnot. Um, I will say a per, like a personal thing, like, and I'm only saying this because it's just so fucking true. I've said this before, but like, I did not know what an anxious attachment style was when I started this show. <laughs> yeah. And it is, it is 100% me, you know, we're going to read a, a letter later this week that talked about like a, an emotionally volatile parent and a, and a disconnected one. Mm-hmm. And it just was even, even today I was like, damn, that is so illuminating for me to read from someone else's perspective about this. Yep. And I'm sure it, I'm sure it was like more apparent than I think it was, but I feel like if you went back and listened to the last five years, you would hear the undertones of me processing and, and dealing with, and figuring out that this that that I have this attachment style that affects my anxiety and my nervous system and my relationships and my friendships and if it's not if it's not blatant you can you can hear it you know mm-hmm. i got into this wonderful relationship with my wife you know the same month that we started this podcast and it really when you're in a safe, stable place, that's when like your shit comes out (laughs) to play. (laughs) And there were moments in which I felt like I was really exposed. Like my, my, the, this broken part of me was really exposed in this relationship. And I had this podcast to support me as a place to like work through it, not Mm -hmm. as a therapy space, but as a supplemental space where Again, we le- we learned so much from y'all's letters. We learned so much from the conversations that you contribute to um, because you share your experiences. Like, I, this isn't like a tangible. Yeah, it's an obstacle. Like the question says, it. I really had to to meet and face um, my attachment style and how it was showing up in my life in a thousand silent ways that I hadn't really named yet. Um, mm. And the podcast has led me to so much empowerment over it. And I am so grateful. Like, I've, uh, like again, the appetizer learning years that came before the podcast. And then this is like the real meal of learning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or a personal growth or whatever. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Uh- 
All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Okay, number uh, four. What turns me on about you after all these years together? Mm, your silky <laughs> hair, your beautiful you. butt. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. Um, 
Mind's your intellect. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, anyway, that's obviously about a romantic partner, but I thought, like, what turns you on or what excites you about doing the podcast after all these years? I love that it's still fun. You know, like... Yeah. I think that... that we still laugh, too. Yeah, we still, like, you know, I think it's wonderful that it is, like, in so many ways, it just feels like the two of us hanging out and, like, making yeah. jokes with each other. And I love that um, I still get surprised by the things that you say <laughs> in response to other people's letters. Where I'm like, oh, I know <laughs> how Sierra's so going to answer this one, right? Like, we've I answered this letter to be a honest, bunch of times. Yeah. And then you're like, you say something. And I'm like, oh, that's like a, that's so yeah. profound and so different than what I would have expected us to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's fun to, like, I know that I make jokes about like being mortified by the idea that people are going to listen to the first episode, but I also like, I think it's, I think that it's lovely that you and I have grown so much in this podcast and that like the folks who listen to us, like see and appreciate that growth and like keep coming back and are like on their own growth journeys with us. Right. Like, it's not just like, Oh, these tools who think they know more than everyone else. It's like, oh no, we're all figuring this out together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Um, what excites me most about the show? Yeah, I think like three years ago, I would have said, like, because it feels like the sky's the limit. Like we were just we really felt like the that growth was so pal palatable and we could do like anything, you know, just mm -hmm. break up book, just break up tour, just break up retreat which i always wanted to do but spencer and sam were both like <laughs> no, we're not doing that <laughs> they're like this is not profitable sierra you're gonna lose money um <laughs> uh but i think what excites me now is yeah the learning honestly i still feel like i learned so much um from our listeners and their letters and you and like to be honest Hosting this show is such a privilege because, um, like, for example, I talked about my anxious attachment and how I've worked through it or met it more intimately during this show um, and accepted it. And honestly, our recording sessions are me putting that knowledge into action, into practice, mm. into conversation. And then I go and I practice those things that I say to you all with my spouse, hypothetically, or For sure. or whatever. And it, it is just such a privilege to have a space like that. It's a privilege to have a friendship where like we truly were always so bonded over these sort of more vulnerable conversations. Um yeah, yeah I think that still excites me about it. Um and I and I still feel feel those doors of empathy opening where I still f I start reading a letter and like that judgment comes up, that unhealed wound mm -hmm. or that black and white thinking pops up. And by the end of the letter, I'm like, oh, this is how I can see this so that I can come yep. to a greater understanding or this is how I can access that empathy or oh, sure. this is how you can, you know, it's exciting no. that yeah. like hearing everyone's stories, it's sometimes we get like a little bit of emotional burnout because like we hear the the same sort of cyclical stories over and over in y'all's letters and that but that's also exciting at the same time because mm -hmm. it makes me feel less broken it makes me feel hopeful that people are on similar growth paths you know what i mean yep absolutely 
And the worst thing in the whole entire world is when I'm doing something in my own relationship and I'm like, God, I just gave someone else advice to do this differently. Oh man, <laughs> have I called myself out a couple times? I was like, damn, Sierra, you need to go back and listen to episode 214. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was like, you talk a big game, was, Blackwell, but... but then when you yeah. actually get into this relationship, you're like, oh, this yeah. is hard, which is like what yeah. I always which try to remember. Also, <laughs> yeah. Which is another little cavern of empathy where I'm just like, uh-huh. wow, we are all dealing with so much. We're all bringing so much to the table. True. And it's so complicated and tangled and we're all just trying to do our best. And sometimes our best is downright fucking disrespectful. But like <laughs> it just, you know, we can you and I can do this show. We can talk for three hours a week about how challenging, you know, how, how to be better partners. And then we can turn around and be not that better partner. And all and and then you have to bridge the distance between the two. And how do you put those words into actions? How do you put the thought and growth into action? Like that's what the podcast still continually gives me the sure. opportunity to show back, show up again and I, mm-hmm. again and put it into practice and, and be fucking humbled. Like we make that joke about our humble musings, but like, man, if I could not be humbled like further into the earth, <laughs> like, uh-huh. Uh, okay, next question. What do you want to accomplish individually this sh- next year and as a couple? Oh, what do I want to accomplish this year? I don't know. You go first. I'm horrible at goals. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been talking about writing a fiction novel for like 48,000 years. Mm-hmm. And I feel it. It's going to happen. I'm going to start it this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, no. I have like a weird sense of uh, out of body confidence. <laughs> Oh my God. Perfect. We're like, I just, it's like, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, and then as a couple, uh, I would like to go, I would like to like hang out more. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to get you and our other queer friends to come to like P town or, you know, Mm -hmm, like hang out mm -hmm. and do another little cabin weekend or something. Um, professionally, I want to, uh, I just want to keep keep it a little spicy. <laughs> you know what I mean. I want to figure out a sure. couple a couple new things to do over the next year to where you and I are still feeling excited about the show. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be some changes in our Patreon, but I don't know what they are yet. Cool. But I think that would re excite us. Like our yeah. office hours has have re excited us. Yes. Um, and that's hanging awesome. out with our listeners over Zoom has like definitely invigorated us in a way and i want to just keep finding some small ways to do that (laughs) i love it i love it um okay my personal goal is to lock my knees less Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. yep 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 you're a little old little old little non-binary person (laughs) um yeah and i think what i'd like to do sort of um at least like professionally for me outside of, uh, just break up is like, find some stability. <laughs> it's been like mm-hmm. a, it's been a destabilizing year for me in the, in the last like seven months, um, and figure out like what I can do to sort of make things work well for me. Um, and then, yeah, I think, you know, as a partnership, we absolutely should be in person more often because it is yeah. so wonderful for us. Um, it's just been so fun the last couple of times, yeah. And like that sounds silly, but like it's it like fills you up in a it connects us, I think. Um it's good for our relationship is what I'm trying for sure. to say. For sure. Absolutely. Um and I think it makes us better podcast hosts, 
when we're, 100%, we're because more deeply in relationship with each other. So yes. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Yeah. I think we should prioritize that. And like, we should mm. budget for that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. So Sam and I can be friends in person. <laughs> Because <laughs> shit, airlines are expensive these days. Um, anyway, so uh, what last question? What three things do I appreciate about you, or you appreciate about me? We can say it about our podcast, about our listeners, or my preference would be you just talk about me for five minutes straight. That'd be great. Perfect. Why don't I do one about you, one about the podcast, and one about our listeners? <laughs> I love it. Okay. Okay. Um, what I appreciate about you is that you are always like, we noticed this when you were in town with us, that you are like always interested in like connecting with the people around you. Like you're, mm -hmm. you're always sort of like, I don't want to say like on, but like you cool. are definitely like taking into account and wanting to find connection with people, whether that's like having a conversation about something that they're really interested in, or even just like noticing when you are like, Oh, I'm going to be quiet because like Sam is reading, <laughs> right? Like oh, yeah. noticing you sort of like wanting to, to be in relationship with people and like changing and adapting your behavior to like meet folks where they're at and like what they want and need, I think is just really wonderful. And like, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, also like, could be manipulative. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know all of this stuff could be manipulative if it's used for evil, for sure. Um, I'm just going to pretend that you only saw it in a good way. <laughs> I did. That's why I said I appreciate it. Okay, you. well, there we go. <laughs> um, you didn't use your powers for evil on me, at least that I know of. And if you did, you did it so well that I didn't notice. So, like, that's fine, See too. What I'm, what I'm <laughs> uh I think what I appreciate about the podcast is that it is fun. Like it's just, yeah. I just enjoy doing it. It's like, it's yeah. so wonderful that people trust us with these questions and then we get to like muse on them, which is like one of yeah. my favorite things. And I, I think that I've recognized that like you and I are kind of built different than other people in our lives. We're like, we want to sit and have these types of conversations <laughs> with each other. Yeah. Our spouses, yeah. Not as much, right? No, Would be no, much no, more no. content if we didn't get into big philosophical conversations about every aspect of yeah, relationships. Yeah. That's a boring <laughs> happy hour to me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's um, cute. So like that is fun and great. And then what I appreciate about our listeners is just like how much they continue to show up. And, you know, I think that like being off of social media has been like really good for my mental health. And I have like no intention of like going back onto it. Yeah. But the one of the biggest things that I miss is like people reaching yeah. out to us and like talking about their experiences or responding to letters or whatever it was like it, it, there's such a community that's involved in this podcast that I don't have access to as much because I'm not on social media, but I know that it's happening, that like you all are taking care of yourselves and each other and us <laughs> in a lot of really important ways. Yeah. Uh, and I just really appreciate that it doesn't feel like, um, you know, we're like fighting with our listeners or like we're like begging them to to be nice to us or be nice to each other. It's just like you are all operating with so much empathy for yourselves and other people and us in a lot of different ways. And, and I just really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, three things I appreciate. Um, I appreciate about our listeners that um, I always appreciate it when you all see us as like emotionally complex people, you yeah. know, 
Mm-hmm. I think that it's really easy in like parasocial things or when we're consuming content. Um, I do it in shows and, and when, you know, I constantly have to remind myself that this person has shit their pants and that they're complicated <laughs> and that they might have low b- blood sugar or I don't know what their parental relationship is like, you know, uh, for sure. Um, and every time you all extend that grace to me and Sam, I'm grateful in my bones. I am grateful. Um, for sure. it helps me keep showing up to this thing that I love to do, knowing that you hold me and Sam in that way. That's yep. probably my favorite thing about our listeners. I love that. Um, and uh, my favorite thing about the show, um, yeah, I like get to laugh <laughs> with my best friend. <laughs> and um, and my favorite thing about you, Samuel, in the context of this show is I feel that you are, wait, or did you, no, you're talking about in general. You answered my show. Okay, yeah. My favorite thing about you in general is that you are committed to to learning. Like you really, I have been humbled a couple times when I have brought an idea to you and you have been like, well, it could be this, <laughs> you know, like maybe this or, or, and like how different you are from the first time I met you, how open you are to like, even though I think it can be triggering to you, but to be like proven wrong, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you can, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's really admirable. And I, I always want to bring every opinion to you because I know that you'll have a great idea on it. And also you'd mm-hmm. be willing to like workshop new ideas about it. Like that idea, stay curious and not judgmental. Like, I feel like you are that embodied. Um, and you're also really fucking funny. <laughs> like in a really surprising way. Like people yeah, in the know. show know this, yeah. but like you're way funnier in person. Like when we're just shooting the shit. Um and you're fart oh my god, you're fart. You're smart. I'm a fart. Well, I was Great. gonna say you're so fucking funny. Like your your humor is so smart and that mm. I just that's what I need from a friend. Like, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think I'm yeah. very funny too. So I <laughs> I'm glad that yeah. you see that. <laughs> And I don't mean that in a superficial way about you being smart, because like, I know you, I know you know that about yourself. I know that you know that you're thoughtful and well-spoken and, and, and in that way, but it really is a gift to like be on the insider club of that learning, you know, mm-hmm. well, uh, you. to be on the inside of it. You know, yeah. I love it anyway. Um, okay. Well, happy anniversary. Bush. Happy anniversary. Also, happy anniversary, <laughs> happy anniversary to Spencer, who's been here yes. the entire time. Yep. <laughs> and we'll, do an entire pa- very, we'll do an yeah. entire Patreon episode just on Spencer. Yeah, that'd be so thank subscribe. you, thank you, thank you to Spencer as well. Yeah, Spencer made this whole show possible. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Like Sierra said, if you are interested in more content from us or for ad-free episodes, you can support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can get our merchandise. Buy yourself a little anniversary gift. Um, (laughs) I love it. I love it. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. 
Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend, Spencer Worth Davis, literally saved our podcast. Um, make sure to check out his podcast and his music. And remember, you are always learning and growing and healing and capable of change. You are resilient. You are infinitely loved. And Sam and I believe in you. Thanks so much for listening. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>